following Willie Moore and Moore. Back in the NRL is Willie Mason. That's forgotten how big Willie actually is. Perhaps the presence of Willie and the Panthers looking at his imposing frame. I'm a 25-minute man. Plus. Oh, you got skill, son! Uppercut right hand by Big Willie. Too fancy for that! Welcome to episode number nine of the take. You're right over there with your microphone and yeah, I'm good. All right, good. I'm good. <laughs> okay, that's good. It looks like I'm doing something. I'm not even we're, looking at anything. Well, it's a heap of words. We're back. <laughs> You've done a lot of research. We're back on the couch again. I like being on this couch. Yeah, it's comfy. It's relaxing. It's relaxing. I'll tell you what, though. There was a big storm off on Triple M. Did you say that? I actually forgot no. to mention that. What happened? So one of the hosts of a Triple M show was getting bagged about something, I don't know what, by Hooper and Kent, and he's had a storm off. It's caused I'm halfways. You better say everything nice to me or I'm storming straight off. What, he was on getting interviewed? Was, was it a, was a journo? Just, or? No, he was hosting something on, channel, on Triple M, and he just walked off. And he copped a bit of a... What, bit of shit from one him. of the players? No, or no, just no. say, just like all these constituents. Co-hosts. Co-hosts. And he walked off. Walked off. Sensitive. Who is it? Uh, Anthony Maroon. Anthony Maroon? Did you know? He's a great bloke. Well, there you go. Must have pissed him off. Must have been about South or something. Work crazy. Crazy South. No, Anthony Maroon. It would have taken a lot for him to walk off because he's a great he's a great friend and a great guy. So I'm not sure he was who he was um, hosting with. Hooper and Kent. Well, they would have pissed him off. They pissed everyone off. <laughs> Well, don't piss me off or I'm out the door. I'm going to walk. You say one fucking thing to me, I'm out. This is over. This yeah. is finished. Uh, I'm done. <laughs> this whole thing's finished. Uh, William, the iftar um, dinner, That was was it a dinner or was it? It was, yeah, it was a dinner. Hazamel Masri and his beautiful wife, Arwa, they hosted it. It's an inaugural iftar dinner where they break their fast. So they, they've got up there and educated everybody about Ramadan and everything like that. Great turnout. Um, they we said prayers and like everything that they do to break iftar. This is my first one, so I didn't know what I was rolling into. It was like a Iberian, Siberian, Iberian night sort of like it was camels and like it was just you know that sort of thing. How good! It was so good. It was yeah. so well done. Well done to Hasm. Well done to the Bulldogs for for their inaugural um, iftar breaking breaking of the fast. I'm not sure if the, what the um, proper wording is for it, but it was a great night. It was, it was about, I got there about 3.30, three, about 4 o'clock. You know, Hasm invited, um, you know, Corey Hughes was there, Brent Sherwin, um, Sonny Bill, Roy Asatasi, Rennie and myself. Gus was there, we were all at the same table. It was beautiful, man. It was beautifully done. And just, just how they explained a lot of things, what, why they do it and the fasting and, and what it means to them. And yeah, it, it, was, uh, it was great. It was, really, it was really well done. The food was beautiful. Um, but Hasm did a really great job. So did his wife. So they had some really good speakers up there. The prayers, everything was in Arabic, obviously. So it was just, it was, it was actually really beautiful. It was so, great. And it's great. You know, hopefully, pretty sure this 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 will go on for you know for the next fifty years. I think you know Hasm will be running this when he's about ninety. <laughs> so who whose idea was it? Was it was it Hasm's idea or was it the club? It was Hasm's idea. I think he's been trying to get it going for the last. Oh, I reckon. I reckon five to ten years. It just hasn't, you know. Obviously, we've changed CEOs and 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 chairmans and that a fair bit for the for the for those years. And now you've got John Curry and you've got Aaron Warburton who are forward thinkers and they're very proactive with that stuff and they're very proactive within the community, knowing that we do have a lot of Muslims in as our fan base, a lot of Lebanese, a lot of Arabic, 
you've got to you've got to do stuff like this. I thought I thought that we were, um, you know, we are the first NRL club to do this, so we are leading the way in that in that aspect. So it was it was a great night. Well done to the club. Well done to Hasm. Yeah, it's great. That's really it's good to see that they are understanding. I guess that their base is 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 you know of that religion or a lot of them are and yeah. and, and it's and it's a celebration of of not just multiculturalism in the game but in the country so it's good stuff yes i think it's great uh all right well let's move on to the issues of the week william yeah there's always a couple there's always a couple the biggest one this week probably um carl lawton tackled cameron murray it was an ugly tackle he got sent off then it's moved past uh, should he have been sent off or should he have not been sent off. There's Everybody's got their say about it. Um, I think the biggest issue for me is that watching a bloke in a position like that where he's vulnerable and there's nothing he can do and he's in a position where we've just had Nathan Stapleton and, and I don't know if that was actually a spear tackle or not, but neck injuries, you, you were obviously playing in the game with Alex McKinnon. I don't care if a bloke, comes flying out of the line and elbows a bloke straight in the face. But, I mean, I do care. But <laughs> this, for me, has got to be rubbed out of the game. So if we've got to a position where blokes are going to understand that if you lift someone, either one or two things happens. You get sent off or you break a bloke's neck and it goes, I don't have a problem with it. Neither do I. Um, I think what everyone needs to understand is everybody is entitled to their own opinion. You know, I, you know, there's always there's an agenda. You know, with you know, you watch NRL 360, and then you listen to Gus and Freddie. Obviously, there's two different sides, aren't there? There's News Limited. There's you know the other side. Um, you know, they're not they're not together on everything. But you know, Gus, they they put up Gus's quote saying it shouldn't have been a send off and all this kind of stuff. Gus, Gus has got his own. He's got his own opinion. So does Freddie. Paul Kent has his own opinion. Braith does. All the other journos. Everyone can say whatever they want. It's free speech. It's democracy. You can say what you want. I I, I agree. Because I played in that game with Alex McKinnon. And I know his situation right now. And it's not good. And after that happened, I thought any spear tackle, anyone who's vulnerable in that position, send off straight away. Are you waiting? I, only, I like the decision because it's proactive. It's not waiting for that kid to actually... To, for, to him for his neck to get driven into the ground and become a paraplegic or a quadriplegic. It's like, no, he got lifted above horizontal. You still continued with the tackle and drove him into the ground. It's lucky because Cam Murray was tw- like trying to, when you, in a, when you are in a vulnerable position like that, you're just trying to get on your back somehow when your legs are lifted von, uh, up uh, over horizontal. And he didn't land on his head. Thank God. Like imagine if he drove his head into the ground. Awful. That is the worst look, you know what I mean? Um, and the worst thing for the game, like anything like that, like it's it's sensitive to me because I know what happened to Alex. From a technical perspective, Will, they talk about lifting tackles. Now, there, there's an argument about momentum. And if someone – if it's very rare for a tackler to go in and for the momentum of the ball runner to get a bloke in a position where he's going to go horizontal anyway. So yeah. – there has to be some upwards force from the defender for that to happen. It cannot, like people talk about momentum, but there has to be intent to get the player yeah. up off the ground. I've been in positions like that where I've lifted a bloke over the horizontal and I've just let go. Yeah. Because if I drove further into the ground, it's going to end up like that. I yeah. don't want to get sent off. And if you do, it, if you get in that position, and I'm pretty sure Kyle will, will learn from this, he'll never do it again. 
if you get in that position, you've already got in in a good position to pick his legs up. Would have been a great tackle. But like the guys with the ball are trying to 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 fight to, to try and fight, and then you get yourself in a in a worse position. You just let go. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like all you know, you get into this fight or flight sort of position. You know your legs are in the air. You're not in control of what that kid is going to do. So you're just fighting around, trying to move, trying to maneuver to try and get on your back somehow. Or to find your front, you know what I mean? You just don't want to land on your head. You know what I mean? So there's a lot of variables in that thing and a lot of bad things can happen in those split seconds. Kyle Lawton did not mean to drive his head into the ground, but he should have known when to let go. Yeah. If he had to hit him, he hit him pretty good. Looked like he had him in a good position. But then you see Cam Murray like trying to fit, like try to, you know, fight or flight sort of maneuver him, maneuver his way out of that position. And he ends up in that in in that position. Yeah. You know, like he should he should have understood, and he will he'll he'll learn from this. And because um, sometimes there's he, mitigating, isn't there? It's like if a second defender comes in and a bloke's got it, then then yeah. the the force from that can flip it a little bit. But in this particular case, it was just one on one. It was just bang. It was a really good hit at the start, and then it just got ugly right in those last couple of that split second where it's 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 unfortunate for Kyle. It was terrible. It was a terrible look, and you know, as I said, like everyone's entitled to their own opinion. I don't, I, this is my opinion. He should have got sent because I don't think it's a good look for the game if they let that slide even for 10 minutes. I mean, a lot of the opinions were like, you know, like now it's 12 on 13, South are going to win. You know, that's that's what it's about. It's not it's about ratings and that. Who cares, man? You, this Worst case scenario, I look at the worst case scenario. The worst case scenario was Alex McKinnon. Yeah. And young Stapleton a couple of weeks ago. That's the worst case scenario. And you never want that ever to happen in our game again. That was traumatizing for all of us that played and everyone who was involved in that game and in that tackle. It's not, it doesn't go away. And when I saw that, I'm like, you know, at least the referees were proactive. We don't want that in the game. Done. Send off. Sends a message all through the NRL. Nobody, even if you are in that position, a lot of players will be backing out of it. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, a, lot, a sure. lot of people, a lot of players would be like, oh shit, yeah, we're not doing that. No point lifting. No point lifting if you unless it's like a two man tackle. That's about it. You know, one man tackle doesn't doesn't work out that well. The other thing as well that annoyed me a little bit was hearing people say, "Oh, he only got sent off because Daniel Tupo." Like, as if the referee sitting there in that split second, they're in the heat of a game. There's things happening everywhere, and they go, "You know what? I better send this bloke off because Tupu slapped a bloke in the face last week, and we didn't do anything about it, and we got hammered." It's just ridiculous. <laughs> they are unrelated incidents. They're completely different tackles, and everybody's got to stop looking for conspiracy theories. There is no conspiracy theories. It's a, it's a, it was a dangerous tackle, and he got sent. I don't. I'm not sure what the the repercussions are. Did he get? How long did he get suspended for? I think it's tonight. I think he goes to the judiciary's tonight. I think. He's probably um, going to get four to six. Yeah, he will. And I mean, I think he's probably prepared for that, to be honest. But um, unfortunate. Yeah, we don't. We don't want that in our game. It's. It's. it's but it's happened. So I'm glad the the referees have taken care of it. Very very proactive, thinking about the game, the image of the game. You're looking at young kids. You got to understand the ripple effect they can have. Young kids are sitting at home going, "Fuck, I wanted to play rugby league. Now I don't." Yeah, I don't want to get dumped on my head. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, this sucks. Something that will bring the kids back to the game again is Kalen Ponga's post-match interviews. I love them. They go up to Kalen Ponga and they say, he's just been pumped by 50, and they go, what are you going to say to the team after the game? Now, I'll tell you what Kalen Ponga doesn't want to do. Talk to the press about what he's going to say in the dressing rooms. He just wants to get off and hide. 
And now he can't captain. He's terrible. He shouldn't be the captain. He's not a sort of bloke that should be leading a side. What a heap of horse shit. Again, leave him alone. I could not believe that. I could not believe they tried to question his credibility as a captain because he didn't give them the perfect answer. Oh, I'm just going to go in there and just give him, just rip him, tell them they're not good enough and this and that. Like he goes, he told me, he goes, there was enough talk all week. They didn't get out there. They didn't do the business. The last person I want to fucking talk to is you, reporter. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to say whatever I want to say in the sheds and that's the inner sanctum, not fucking you. Yeah. No one cares. I'm glad he said it. I'm glad he was so nonchalant like that. That does not question his credibility as a captain. No. He just doesn't want to talk to you. And he doesn't about, want to tell everybody what he's going to say. Like, leave the poor kid alone. What about if he'd gone, oh, I'm going to tell him we should tackle more? Does that oh, guys, a, we, should that, have, we should have scored more tries and tackled harder. Fucking really? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, what, do you, what, did you, what did they expect as, as, as a journalist? You know what I mean? Like, did you want this real articulate answer and sit there and just like sit there and talk for a minute about how he's going to spray his own team? It's, Mate, it's the worst position it. you can ever put, in, put a kid in. And I don't know what they expected from him to say that. And then they, then they say he's not captain material. Shut up. Well said, William. Uh, maybe what it has done, though, is it has solidified uh, some of the Dolphins supporters who now can say, well, I'm glad we didn't get Kalen Ponga. But Uncle Wayne obviously listens to the show. He's obviously been a big fan of yours because yeah. we've asked who he's going to sign next week. And he's come out in the press this week. Very annoyed. I've got plenty of players. Don't worry about it, Will, he said in the press. <laughs> He's the best. He said, don't worry about it. I've got heaps. There are heaps. As I said, like you just gotta be you gotta be patient. He's the most patient man. He's been, you know, it's not his first rodeo trying to sign players. I mean, this is his first time as a as a new coach, as a new like new team. Yeah, yeah. That's about it. You know. Yeah. Players will be there. They'll fill their roster. They won't be I mean, you're not gonna fill a roster like Penrith or Melbourne, but they'll build. I don't think he's worried at all. I looked at it actually because I thought I've loaded up last week that they don't have a team. They've got the two Bromiches and Kafusi and Tom Gilbert. So they've got the makings of a good Ford pack. They'll get Milford, I think. They'll get they've And they've got, got, got the kid from um, um, Seas, the prop there. Yeah, Mark Nichols. Yeah. Mark Nichols will do a so, job. So they've got, like people talk about Dad's army. He only needs one year really where he's competitive. And then he's got Munster, he's got Reese Walsh, he's got all these people coming off contract. In 2024, David Fafita, who, let's be honest, um, he's not having what a, a great time at the time. Um, you got to understand what Wayne's trying to do, and he's very particular about, especially in a new franchise. Do you think he's going to pick players that are from bottom four teams? Not really. No. He wants to. He wants players that are from the best system. Guess who he's got? Two Bromwich brothers and a Kafusi. Yeah. Like they've been in a system for the last ten years. Grand finals, played for Australia, played for played for the Kiwis, set that culture down from Melbourne. They don't know anything but win. So he's trying to grab the players from great systems. Yeah. So they can set that culture because it's very important at the start. You know, when they're gonna sit there and what we believe in and all all what what's our culture about, you know, all those things what you said at the start of um of a year and any NRL team, let alone a new franchise. So you want players that have been in great, great teams and great cultures. Hence why you're hunting a lot of Melbourne players. Yeah, that's right. You know what I mean? Like if they get a Munster, if you, if, even if they can jag a couple more players that have been involved in any Melbourne sort of systems and even Penrith systems. They've you got want, a young kid from Penrith you as want, well. You yeah. want those kids. You don't want, you don't want players that have been in bottom four teams for the last five or six years. 
Yeah. You won't. You, you, he just won't take them because you come from a losing pedigree. Bulldogs are safe then. <laughs> Uncle Wayne. I don't know. But I mean, they've got, ba- they got Payne Haas coming off contract in a year or two. Yeah. Uh, you know, David Fafita, Reese Walsh, as you yeah. said, like they're all off contract, you know. 2024 be- could be. Like if, if they can get through the next 12 months in that first year, mm. and, and I think they'll, they, they, they're they not going to win the comp. There's no question they're not going to win the comp. But if they can build it, all you need is two good years out of out of the Bromwich brothers and, and Kafusi and get themselves set up so that then you can start to build your own. I, I, look, I think anyone who expects that the the Dolphins are going to be super competitive next year is kidding. But if they can build from that, that's the whole thing. They're just trying you know, to build. You know, they've got a decent forward pack. They need the halves. They need it. They need a decent half. They can get a Reese Walsh or something like that, or even you know Jag Munster in a year or two. Outside backs are very easy to fill. Outside backs are everywhere. Yeah, you know they're always coming off contract. There's wingers everywhere. There's fullbacks. Just go to Fiji. You know, there's there's a there's a heap of players <laughs> that are sitting sitting on good rosters, and they can't even get a crack. Yeah, you know, so there's they're, they're not going to be um, sitting here trying to field ten players. Yeah, you know, they'll get a, they'll get a full roster and they'll be fine. It'll be the year after where they can really strike. Yeah, they probably they'll probably have a fair fair bit of room on their cap. Well, and if they can I'll go for someone what, big. The NRL, if they get pumped the first year, the NRL they'll say yeah. you have a little bit of. Yeah, yeah. your cap's about twenty five million now. Some third party deals yeah. now. <laughs> Do your best. I saw they signed Bluebet actually. Dunk McRae, well done, Dunk. Oh yeah. Uh, must be going all right, Duncan. They got Bluebet Stadium. They got they're sponsoring the. Jeez. Okay? They get more. Where's he sponsoring everywhere. the take? What's he doing? Duncan, get on here. Uh, the other thing that I've loved this week, I always love a bit of Rooster South. You know, yeah. I love it. It's so, petty. It's getting petty, isn't it? Can you just tell me, right, so you you came from the Bulldogs, obviously, and you signed with the Roosters, and everyone hated you. Everyone hated you at the Roosters, and everyone <laughs> loved you at the Roosters. Everyone loved you at the <laughs> But you would have been fairly ambivalent about South, right? Because you go, you turn, you've been South was terrible. The, part of the culture, like to yeah, to hate South. So when if you you're got a there, did they say now, William, you hate South now? Yeah, it's part of the whole thing. Yeah. Like it's a hunt. It's the whole. It's the oldest rivalry in the game. Book of feuds, all that. Gear. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. It's 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 indoctrinated, indoctrinated into all the all the players. So. This is what's going on now with the SFS. The Roosters aren't letting South go back to the – is that right? Yeah, so basically what's happened is that the Roosters – and to be fair to the Roosters, they have been involved in the planning system. So all their stuff's at the footy stadium. They've had their their, their ground there, they, they, their offices. They train for at years. Moore Park for years, right? So they've, they've played all their games at the SCG, which is a terrible, terrible place to watch Awful. football. And they've done everything right for that four-year period. South have got the Centre of Excellence at Heffron. They're already contracted out at ANZ Stadium till 2030 yeah. or something. And then they've gone, nah, we'll just... It'll be hard for South to get back we'll there. We'll just come back here. That'll be all right. It's good. Oh, no. Because, I, I mean, imagine if they could, I don't know, just maybe have four games at the SFS. You know what I mean? Like, if the Roosters would let that happen. They should. Because like, that's, you know, South and Roosters, like, the, the, you know, one street is South Sydney, then you cross yeah. another one and it's like your eastern suburbs, you know yeah. what I mean? So they're very close together. And this this will get petty and and so it should. So it should. <laughs> it's so it should. I don't, I don't expect anything less from the powers that be up there. And, um, you know, Uncle Nick and all those blokes will get their way. 
And for the record, I I was a Roosters junior, and I do yeah. not hate South. I like South. I, I like South. Like I, I don't. Like I don't. I just like I just bought it. I just buy into the culture. I whatever, whatever, whatever club I'm in, I'll buy into that culture. Yeah. And I knew that was that was you know we don't like South, but like I don't hate South now. Mm. Heap of mates that played there, you know, GI and Gags and the Burgess brothers and Sutto and all those blokes are all great guys, but. It goes two ways. Yeah. South hate Roosters, I think, probably more than the Roosters hate South. Yeah. You know, but they would love to be playing at that stadium because that is ridiculous. Looks good. It's going to be amazing. It does look good. We're going out. Soon, first game is South Roosters. We're going out there. Oh, 100%. That's the only game they're going to get there. Yeah. It's when they play against the Roosters. <laughs> and the Roosters will probably make them play on the ground at the back. <laughs> uh, just quickly, three quick things. Jared Croker got picked this week. Looks like where's he been playing? Reggie's. Oh shit! Yeah, I thought he was injured. Reggie's. No, he got dropped. Um, and obviously, Canberra going not great. So maybe Ricky's gone. Well, we'll get your eight games because the season's a write-off. There you go. You can have your three hundred. Is he is he on two ninety nine? No, he's two ninety two. I think so. He's got to play. Got eight to games. give it to him. So I mean, he, him, he does deserve that. He he's does. been he's been a great player for those guys. He was captain in what twenty. Last year, what the twenty? Yeah, last last year he's been he's fallen from that much. Yeah. Um, few injuries to that kid, you know. Especially as a center, if you're a strike center, you know, if you lose that one or two meters of pace, and you got these young kids coming, you're coming up against these young bulls, they're going to school you. Yeah, you know, Croker has been a great player, but he needs a lot of help because he's not the best defender in the game. Yeah, he's a good defender, but not the best defender when he's coming up against these. These superstar young centers like a Bradman Best and you know like your Katoni Stags, all these sort of kids. So they're they're the young, they're the new breed. I was, how good was it to see Katoni Stags and Talakai go at it? He schooled him, Talakai. He did. Stags, do you reckon he Stags. schooled Talakai? He did. Talakai had his moments. Talakai I think had he his tried, but like I just love it how they made it personal. It's, it's good to see. It's good to see that you know that young kid just went. You know, even like the, at the start of last week, they go, are "You are you coming up against Talakai? You look for yeah." He goes, "Bring it on." And he owned it, and he, as soon as he got the ball, bang, in his face, finished on top of him, dominated him. Talakai's got some balls, man. Like, he yeah, was he running going. hard. He kept yeah. going. He kept going. He got no it early got, ball. You know, gets tribal, man. Both times. And it's like, and, and Katoni's like, you know, I've been waiting to play Origin for about a year or two. Now, now it's my turn. You well, know, I, I think Talakai should be still on the bench, but not a starting center. Not a starting he, center. And you could see that when we spoke about the game last week, you're going against a Harbour who's just could not, was going back, 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 subs facing the sidelines. Then you got a kid like Staggs who's in your face. That's origin. Yeah. That's what's going to happen all the time and probably a lot quicker. So he probably realized that he's going to, you know, if, he, if you're going to play him anywhere in the game, you're going to, in, in an origin game, you play him off the bench because he's just a fucking he animal. He can play He's anyway. an animal, man. Yeah. Like he can imagine him coming on with 15 minutes to go in the middle. Mm. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> that's scary. Fresh Talakite. Yuck. Yeah, yuck. Yeah. And, you know, like the, we have, well, I mean, we're going to get to Origin in a couple of weeks, but, you know, I'm not sure if they're going to field the strongest forward pack Queensland at the moment. Well, I think Stags, if, if it was, I mean, I don't think Talakai was ever genuinely in the races. As, as no, that's just, just a that beat, up. Just beat up. Just a beat up. Just a beat up. But what Staggs, about. He, he, he deserves it. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, when is Latrell back? No, they, he's going over. They reckon he's no chance for Origin. So he's going over to the US 10 days uh, for extreme treatment on his hamstrings, which I think is great from South. Yeah. And everyone's trying to say, is it that bad? This is, this is being proactive with one, of your, with one of our best players. This is trying to get him the treatment. Like Tommy Turbo should have probably went over there a couple of years ago. Yeah. You know, don't, you know that's, that's what I love about South. More proactive, get over there, get the best treatment. He's going over there with Tra Travis Tumo, who's one of the greatest trainers in the game. 
and he's going to he probably will never have have another problem with his hamstrings again. Hopefully. Well, he won't be allowed to train in the footy stadium, Jim. <laughs> he's banned from that. No, nothing. So anyway, congratulations, Craig. Although if he ends up in the two nineties, that's a pretty select group, isn't it? But who ended and, up in the two nineties? Yeah, my, my my accumulated games five million. Yeah, <laughs> no, but um, so he's going to go over there for ten days. Origins in what six weeks? Yeah, but I he's still I got to like if he goes. I'm not sure if he's over there now. So you say he's over there, comes back, rehabs quite well. Gets two games, two or three games in before before uh, oh, game one. Him. He's getting pick. picked. Yeah, they'll pick. So let's not get carried away with trying to pick all these other players around over Latrell because mm. he's the most dominant. He's a freak, that kid. I'm putting him in the team straight away. Same. Ash Taylor retired. Well done, yeah, Ash. Ash Taylor. That's that's a shame, you know. Like he was he was a prodigy that young kid. So it just sucks that he just got hit with that million dollar you know tag price line tag and. Um, Probably didn't live up to that, to the million dollar man. But you know, he had a fair career. He played over hundred games. He's 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 had a fair knock. And the other well thing, done on your career. You know, he's and and it sucks. He's he's a young kid who's getting medically retired at what 26, 27? Yeah. This is where the game needs to come in and look after these kids because this is not good. No. He could fall off the rails big time. You know, this is where this is where the game needs to come in and really take care of these kids. Don't just fucking send them off and put it put something on your Instagram and go, well done on your career. Fucking see you later. You've got to take care of these kids. He's, you know, he's got kids and everything. Like, he's still a young man. He's not a fucking grown ass man. You know, like he's still in the. You know, he still wants to play the game. His body's given up on him. So I hope the game, RLPA, NRL, they all stick behind him. Must be and hard take to. care of him. You know, like the boy, even the boy Cordners and the Jake Friends and that. You know, they're young, they're young men. You still haven't sorted your own shit out. Like, and then all of a sudden, the only thing that you know gets taken away from you. The game needs to take more, you know. The game has come a long way in that situation, but they still need to be a, a lot more proactive. All right. So this week, do you know what? I'm getting so gun shy because my tips and bets are going just Did we win? Do we lose again? Shh. <laughs> so I, I feel like there's games here that I'm going to say are going to be closer than they are, but... We'll run through them. So the Rabbitohs and the Broncos, they played in round one, didn't they? And then Reynolds didn't play? Mm. Is that Yeah, well, they're playing again. So who does this draw, honestly? Um, Reynolds is playing. Mm. He's been outstanding. That so, win again, that win last week, that's why I picked the Broncos. Did you? Yeah. That win last week, he was outstanding. Katoni was outstanding. Their forwards were great. Payne Haas has been probably the best forward in the world at the moment. They're playing really well. They're going to miss they playing ass, though. Is he out? He's out for a week. with Well, that shoulder, he got, you could tell that he was struggling with it, but he's out. Pat Carrigan's come back in to replace him. He's been good, Pat Carrigan. He's another person who's off contract. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that sucks. Oh, well, I should change my... Um, no, you can't now. Can I not? No, yeah, you can. Yeah, I'll, I'm changing it. I'm changing it. <laughs> I'll allow it. Because, he, yeah, gonna, I'm going like to go, go for, for South. Yeah, yeah I, I thought uh, Payne was going was gonna to play. So, it's good that they're giving him a rest. I think um, it's been good the last couple of weeks too to see Cody Walker. Like he, he's oh he can't play without Reynolds. No, Cody Walker can play without Reynolds. It's just they're getting used to new systems. He's got new players around him, and new Cody Walker now is playing the way Cody Walker yeah. always plays. It's like and people are like, oh he's back to form. It's like well yeah because it takes a at while the start. To get used it was just to- like even I mean like you can run all these training drills and you can do it and it looks all 
looks pretty flash. Everyone looks pretty good in the in the preseason. You know, there's no there's no genuine defense. You know, when you come up against some good defense systems, they're gonna they're gonna game plan for you. And there's no Cody's the man of that team. So played his 150th game on the weekend. Played good football. Congratulations to Cody, 150. It's a great, it's a great, uh, it's a great achievement. He didn't debut until he's 26. Yeah, that's right. So he hasn't really missed that many games. But you know, it's going to take a while to figure out, figure out the combinations. You know, with Tane Mill and the and the, and I think Johnson's on that. Johnson knows what he's doing, but Johnson's connection with Tane Mill because you had who they had there last year, Gags. Yeah, yeah I think they they miss Gags a lot. Yeah, they I do. don't think they really mm. valued how great great Dane Gagai is. Mm. Great Dane. Great, <laughs> <laughs> great Dane Gagai is, um, you know. So they, I think they pretty much took him for a little. You know, they took him for granted a little bit. He's defensive. He's he's a great defensive um, player and and a great attacking player. So they're trying to figure that sort of stuff out. And losing Latrell is, you know, it's you can't replace that kid. No, you know. But Cody's getting back to Cody Walker football. Where's oh, it's out at ANZ. Oh, so yuck. These are Broncos. They're a chance. They the Broncos. Yeah. Um, here we go, William. The mighty Bulldogs had a big win last week. Hey? Wasn't it? On the Willie Mason Cup. Yeah. <laughs> I should call it that. They should. I was really – I was split because I thought, as I said, I think, like, I think last week I said, like, the Roosters' premiership pedigree that they have embedded in them compared to – our guys who are trying really hard, just falling short, coming in and out of games. I thought a wounded Roosters would have personally, even though I did tip the dogs, I thought they were going to get us. Yeah. But the Roosters are just playing really shit. But don't, I'm not going to say really shit, but our guys defended their asses off. Yeah, they did. They did really defend because they, they throw a lot of football. Manu and Suwali, Victor Radley, Walker, Kiri. Like they've they've got some they got strike all over the field Teddy, yeah. you know and we and we defended we repelled 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 we ended up going back down there we ended up scoring a try, um yeah it was it was a it was a really gutsy win and yeah. even that last ten minutes man the Roosters had all the ball did. we were just coming out of yardage and we and you know they were, Teddy was catching it on the thirty all the time it was like Burton just put put away his three fifty seven and pulled out the pop gun. You know what I mean? It's just like keep landing on the like landing on the thirty, and then they'll get into our forty, and then they were all the time in in um in an yeah. attacking kick. Yeah. So we're on the back foot. So defensively, our boys are outstanding. I was so proud of them. I was, I was just happy for the club, happy for Baz. You know, no more, no um, not no more, but no pressure for the week, and everyone just fucking just hammering him all the time. It was a really great win. Um, I was I was, I was happy for the, just just for the that seventeen that played, and the coach. The coaching, the, the coaching staff. Yeah, it was good. They they really deserve that. And I think maybe you look at the top eight. I mean, if you come in, like, what is it? Eighth is on eight points. It's two games away. Yeah, that's and right. If we, if we can beat get beat Canberra, take the Knights out, beat the Tigers, then everyone will just get right off your back. You you know you're sitting on what ten points, and you know it's all good. Canberra, are, I don't know. They're dangerous. They are. Well, they twenty nil up against the Warriors. Do you know what I keep? I keep waiting for Ricky Stewart is going to choke oh, someone out. Everyone, whole club. I, look, I keep waiting. There's a couple of sides that you keep waiting. You go, oh, they'll be good next week, or they'll be. You know, they're, they're not far off. But and the Raiders is one of those. You just think, oh, their their attack will start to click soon, but it just isn't. And now they just they've got Adam Elliott starting have, Hooker, and yeah, they I mean, don't have well, the but, players. You know what I mean? Like you know, the Hooker Starling. You've lost Hodgson. He was a big part. Um, 
you know, they've lost some really good halves in the last couple of years. I think uh, Whiten's out this week, so he's their main player. I think since Williams and 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 the other Pommies, the Pommies, yeah, and yeah. Bateman, they've and really Bateman. lost the um, a big chunk of their their culture down there. Yeah, you know, I think they were a really big part of the energy that they that they brought to every game. I think Bateman was really really lost. Um, you know, Rapana, the fullback. What you know? What are you doing with Nickel Clockstad? He's back at fullback this week. You know, like oh, yeah. he's been playing fourteen. Like it's just a waste of talent. A couple of years ago, he got Dallium fullback of the year. Yeah, played for New Zealand. You know, it's not good for his confidence. You know, so. You know, Ricky's probably very pissed off every single week. It'd be it'd suck to go to training every week with uh, with Ricky Stewart with a head on, especially like especially when you when you're winning twenty nil and you and you get dusted twenty one twenty. That's bad. How do you feel about everyone? Everyone's hating Matt Lodge again because he what do you down, do? He lay down for the penalty. Why wouldn't you? Of course he's going to games on the line. I'd do anything to win the game. Oh, Matt Lodge. Okay, leave him alone. Uh, Panthers Eels. What do you think of the Eels? Massive, Why are they getting smashed by the Cowboys? Are the Cowboys that good? Cowboys are good, but they're not. They're not. They're not thirty-five four. No. Yeah. Which is that's uh, yeah we stereo. did we did. Um, like we're one person. <laughs> yeah, that was that was weird, man. I thought uh, I thought the power I thought power was going to come out and, and put a yeah not not flog the um, Cowboys, but that give, was, give it they to should have won. Should have you game, know we're yeah. not not a flogging like that. That's no. that's pretty embarrassing. So. so What's the kid, uh, the, Brad Arthur's kids, Colbin and Hammerin? Oh, Is that right? Yeah. And then Jake everyone's and saying back off him. He's getting trolled. Give you a bit of a heads up. That's what fucking happens when you play shit. That's true. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know what you expect. If you're the son's coach and you play awful, this is what's going to happen. Like, if, like, I'm not sure why everyone's trying to go back off trolls. Like, everyone cops shit. Latrell cops a heap of crap. Like, everyone cops it. This is part of the game. This is fucking 2022. Man up. Who gives a shit? It's not phasing him. I haven't seen fucking that young kid come out and go, oh, my God, I'm really – I just can't play good enough because this troll's getting at me. It's the journo saying it. Oh, he's been getting trolled all week. Like, fucking who cares? Like, why, why would you give a shit about what other fucking people are thinking about on Twitter? It's going to affect your game. Well, here – what like, about – you know, Is it going to affect your selection? Like from the from the dad, like fuck if you solid if you pick solid if the kid's doing good he's doing good. A couple of weeks ago we carved up Newcastle and then they've been in a bit of a rut. I personally wouldn't pick Dylan Brown out of five eight because he was the form five eight of the whole comp. I think that's just a stupid selection. So that, that that's that's put a question Ryan Madison at centre, put Dylan Brown at five eight. Problem solved. Would you would you play like there? Just say you had to pick Jake Arthur because he was in in the top seventeen footballers who were available at the time. If they played him at centre and he got towed up at centre, would it have been as bad as if they and left Dylan Brown where he was? Would it have been as bad? No. From the fact that Dylan Brown, like no, because Dylan, Dylan Brown, Brown was the t- was the best five eight in the comp at the at that time, and you yeah. move him out of that position and you take the ball out of his hands. He's probably getting about 40, 50 touches a game, and it goes from that to about ten to fifteen. Yeah. So I think that's bad coaching, and. You know what you put you you put, and if it's your son and you put your son in front of the best five eight in the game, expect this shit, expect it. People have a right, and I don't believe in all this shit. I don't I don't like these trolls. They're fuckwits. You know what I mean? But this is what happens in the, in this society right now. If you make decisions like that, and para fans will be coming at them like that. If you make decisions like that, you got to stand by and fall on your own sword. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, just sure. cop it. Who cares? And they have copped it. But I'm just saying, when I was listening to 360 and they're, oh, he's been copping so much shit. Fucking who cares? This is just the way it is. 
This is it. Just fucking get over it. Hear that? Get on, get into us in Twitter. Oh, God. Troll us. See what happens. Troll me. Uh, Please. Manly against the Tigers. Manly, this is a big game for them because they're virtually, with Schuster and, and Trebojevic back, Yeah, they're near full strength now. Schuster's like Tony Kemp. Remember Tony Kemp for the yeah. Knights? He had mad skills and stuff like that. Yeah. Schuster's, like, you know, yeah, Schuster's got great skills. Um, turns out he doesn't hate Kieran Foran because he scored a try and he gave him a hug. So no, they're besties now. They're besties. But um, the Tigers, again, the Tigers were, were brave last week. It's no, it's no like, lack of effort with the Tigers. Um, mm. But, look, I think if Trebojevic is actually fitter than not just rushing them back – then Manly could put a show on here, I reckon. Against the Tigers, yeah. Yeah, I reckon they could. Yeah, they could. It'll be, um, yeah, Trebojevic, hopefully hopefully they haven't rushed him back. Yeah. You know, because they were pretty competitive last week uh, with 12 men. So yeah. it was, um, yeah, their forwards need to do a better job. Tigers forward pack, I still rate. I think uh, Hastings is going really well. I think Brooks is playing good. Too. Yeah, they've got some this good week. players back. So I'm not going to, I'm not sure who I back there. I've got the Eagles, so. They'll win because I always get them all right. You're right, eh? <laughs> uh, the Roosters and the Titans. This is two of the biggest busted asses in the comp at the moment. They're just mm. the Roosters just misfire every week, and you go, "Oh, they'll be right next week," and then they aren't. And the Titans now with no for feeder, no for feeder, who's probably faking an injury. <laughs> just just don't have to play anymore. Just don't want to fucking play for you. He's like, "This is awful." I've been in the centres on the bench. Hey, like, where am I playing bench, this week, coach? Bro. Fullback? Put me at fullback, please. Jeez. My, oh, my knee. Uh, it is at home. Yeah, I think the Roosters, the Roosters can't lose three in a row, can they? What is BB Print Stadium? Brookvale? No, it's at... What, Mackay? BB Print. Fuck, it's going to be hot up there. Who's naming these grounds? What's a BB Print, honestly? God. So, it sounds like a printing company. Probably is. <laughs> Owned by a black called BB. <laughs> Bruce Bowen. Ben Buckley. Uh, the Roosters will win that. It's a stinker of a game. The Cowboys and the Knights. Poor old Knights. They do have a lot of injuries. Like, if you, I know they're jumped every week. Who? Frizzell, Fitzgibbon. Not Fitz, what's his name? Fitzgibbon. Yeah. Man. Kurt Man. Kurt Man. Um, Heimel Hunt. Gagai. Um, Someone yeah, it's else. It's a fair, fair. It's a fair, like. It's one of the sides. So they've still got both Saifidis and Clemmer. Yep. Yeah, they shouldn't be getting monstered in the middle there. Saifidis been poor this year. Yeah, he's probably going to lose his origin spot. He will have to. You know, to There's be honest. I mean, I don't think he should, but I know what New South Wales selectors are like. You know, I don't think he should, but, um, you know, he's been, he's, they've been, they've been pretty poor in the middle. You know, they've got, they got a decent pack, Newcastle. They should not be getting beat by 50. How good's the Cowboys going? No. I love, I love them. They're awesome. They're playing Actually, some good football, yeah, man. Yeah, playing some good footy. Ruben Cotter, I love what are him. They coming? They're in the top. They're coming third. Yeah. Just keep winning. They just keep winning. It's great. I'm so happy for him. I'm so happy for Todd Payton. He was absolutely getting roasted last year. He's the worst coach in the world. Him and Tamalolo were fighting in the him streets. Him and Tamalolo now <laughs> having mad, just one-on-one fights out in front of Mad Cow. <laughs> just jelly wrestling. Just out fucking there. jelly wrestling. And <laughs> 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 apparently. Um, the, allegedly, allegedly, yeah. <laughs> allegedly. The Storm and the dra- – what about the Storm? They're just – What is it, like 130 points in two weeks? They scored 8.6 billion points in two weeks, yeah. officially. What's happening there? Ryan They're just Pappenhausen on fire. scored more points in the first eight rounds than anyone else. You know what I can't believe? The talk saying, like, 
Pappenhausen versus Tedesco for origin spot. I'll stop that. Shut the fuck up. Tedesco's playing fullback. There Shut up. Go. I'll stop it right now. Teddy's going to be fullback for the next two or three years. Yeah. Pappenhausen might, he probably won't even be in the side. Maybe 14. Yeah. But you got to get um, Hines or Talakai. I'd pick Hines. Or P- Pappenhausen. I'm, yeah. picking, I'm picking one of those blokes. He needs to be number one or that's it. Yeah. He's not in the side because he's got talent written all over him, but he's no Tedesco. Teddy's played. Look what he's done for the New South Wales the last five years. Yeah. Nothing but carve up, win, win bloody Brad Fittler medals and yeah. Wally Lewis medals and all that kind of stuff. So you cannot even make it a debate. It's embarrassing even having that debate, not even doing it. And last week in the Willie Mason Cup, he would have almost won the Willie Mason medal. Yeah, he, he would have. Involved, he, he just try, And the thing is, like sometimes in some games, he has just been – He's been trying so hard because his team's been behind and he's just such a competitor. He just wants the ball all the time and it just sucks that he's even trying to put Pappenhausen and Tedesco. That doesn't even go in the same sentence. Where are the Dragons coming on that little table you've put Tenth, up there? Equal, but it's equal eighth. Okay. So the Rabbits is coming six. The Roosters, Sea Eagles and Broncos and Dragons and Warriors, are all equal, that's all equal eight. Yeah, right. Six From six to them. It's all so eight points. On the Fox Sports coach blow-up meter... If we yeah. save, do you know who'll be on the coach blow up meter next week? Adam O'Brien. Do you know why? Because they keep losing. I'll save everyone time. Or, if you lose, or if, imagine if they put Trent Robinson up. Oh, he's losing. Yeah, he's they, they, they're fearless, mate. Sacky. 360, 360 are just they'll be coming after Robbo next. You know, Braith um, commented. We've got plenty of talk. Yeah, about yeah, you. yeah. I always <laughs> speak to Braith. I said, I think I commend Braith on three sixty, but he's been he's been going great. He can handle three journos. He can handle anyone. Uh, the Sharks and the Warriors. The Sharks, they were disappointing last week, but... Turn your phone off. It's I can't. It's, it's called put it on silent. That's my mate Cash ringing. Obviously, he doesn't know. I'm extremely busy on a Wednesday. Exactly. Um, Sharks will win, but the Warriors... Oh, man. I yeah, don't know. I, don't think, I think the Sharks have got that mentality. They've got Craig Fitzgibbon there, and they'll bounce back. That was the game. They'll just, they just let go. Last week. Willie's Big Boys. My big boys have been killing it this week. It's unbelievable. Um, they just, I don't know, every, every, every single week there's always some big guy that's just going out there and just absolutely smashing stats to bits. And I'll go the other way. I'll give it one vote. Adam Fanua Blake simply because he's been outstanding. He's got that. He's that hard to tackle. Like he's just doing like I think 17, 18 hit ups, about one hundred eighty, ninety meters, twenty six tackles. Like his efficiency is so good. Always finds his front, gets his team on the on the on the front foot all the time. Him and Lodge, they're one of they're two of the best props in the game. When they're going all right, they can't. You cannot blame the front rowers for the Warriors when they lose. Um, so he's got one point. Uh, Big Tom Burgess, two points. He was outstanding on the week. And that try that he scored, like just flat-footed yeah. and just monstered everyone. You know like, what I mean? Like, like just George in the grand final. Yeah, he's just, mate, when he, mate, those guys are so big and powerful. With people, I think people underestimate how, how powerful they are. So that first impact that he has, he's got his elbows up. So if you don't get that good contact on him straight away, that leg drive that he has is... Mate, it's fucking unstoppable. So it's the same as George and same as Sam. Like Sam was probably the Sam's the best player out of all of them. But like these these twins have been outstanding. So he scored that try that pretty much sealed it. Um just before I think was that was that after Cam Murray scored or before? 
Do you know what? I'm I, not sure. Who cares? Anyway, he, he went, ran for like 160, 70 metres. So he, he did a great game. Three points. My big boy all the time. Jason Taumalolo. I mean, just say if we did that, this in 2014, 15, 16, so he would have been... He would have got with his big boys points. every yeah. single year for like four or five years. That's how dominant he was. He's getting back to that form. Um, and what I love about Tamalolo, what people, I think people get a little bit twisted when they look at uh, stats and front rows. You know, if you make 140, 150 meters. I look at if you take kickoffs and if you take dropouts, you get an automatic 20 meters. Tamalolo doesn't do that because no one kicks to him. So all these meters, he's making 180, 190 meters all through the middle. Yeah. Off the nine. All off the nine. You know what I mean? He's playing, I think, 60, 65 minutes or something like that. Involvement, like I think about 32 tackles. He's around about 90, 90% effective tackler. But like where he makes his meters, totally different than most other front rowers. Because the lock doesn't touch, the lock doesn't get the kickoffs and all that kind of stuff. He sort of stands in the middle of the field. So he's always getting the, the ball on the third or fourth. So the when he makes meters, he makes meters. He's yeah. not taking the I'm – not, I'm not saying taking any credibility off uh, like guys who take kickoffs and, and dropouts because they're hard runs as well, but they automatically give you those 20, 25 meters straight away. If the kickoff – if they drop it out 60 meters and you run 30 meters to get into contact – that's 30 metres run. It's a 30 metre run. So it's a little bit, um, people get a little bit twisted on those little stats. So they're Willie's big boys for the week. So they're all killing it. Leaderboard at the moment. Got Campbell Gillard still on eight. Talakai and Talmalolo on six. Junior Paulo Painhaas on five. I really cannot explain to you, Henry, how many times yeah, get it you off. have to get last year's winning. It's just haunting me and this year we've won we've won zero dollars nothing not one cent so fucking uh, round nine yeah I know you're better than that I you know am, I'm not oh, you know I'm not we'll you know I feel and like I've got been, the closest I feel like last <laughs> week I can't remember what I got there was one game and I was like oh Canberra oh, well, Cronulla would have ruined everything too I was home for that but anyway, so this week I have gone Roosters to cover the start, and I've lost all confidence, I'll be honest. Yeah, you've... Roosters yeah. to cover the start, uh, Sharks to cover the start, and the Broncos with the start. So that, I yeah. don't know. I would like to say I'm confident, but I'm not anymore. Read them all out, please. Your bet is the Raiders and Bulldogs under 39 and a half, which is probably, that's mm, a good bet. That's solid. Neither side's that good. Yeah, I thought about points. just the attacking that they've been doing. They haven't been scoring that many points. So, you know, that's, that's what, what I thought. thought. That's what I thought. That's what he thought. Yep. That's what he thought. And then the Roosters head-to-head. Then Tail and May anytime try scorers, because that's what ATS stands for. Will. Mm-hmm. And Nick Meany, who has been scoring a lot of tries anytime try scorers. That's actually a good bet. Yeah. My bets are boring. He was pretty confident. I mean, I was confident when I, um, when I figured it all out today. Yeah. And it's Bobby amazing. Malia, my man. Thank you. And Bobby's obviously got twenty-seven different. Accounts. He does sports bet tab. He's got itch, he's got issues. They keep he's got through. issues. He does. If who, Bobby's do, who doesn't? Got, but Bobby, he wouldn't be my friend if he didn't have issues. He wouldn't be in the gang at no, all. Not There's at all. A lot of issues on this couch. Although I'm not drinking at the moment because my liver. Gave you are up. off the piss. <laughs> off the piss. I'll give you a month. I think you should be off the piss for a month. Two weeks. All right. Two. All right. We're off for two weeks. Two weeks. When two I'm weeks. up at Magic Round, I might have a beer. When's that? Next week. <laughs> But I no, didn't have a beer weeks. last week, so no, it'll be three weeks. Yeah, that's fine. It'll be three weeks for me. Since my birthday, I haven't had a beer. 
Uh, we've still got to go out for your birthday. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting. Producer, we were supposed to go Thursday and then I got my liver results. What did the producer do? Bulldog, Shark, Seagulls and Christian Tuipoloto. 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 I was joking, you fuckwit. Anytime try scorer. Uh, Only joking, Christian. Yeah. That's it. That's all he's doing. That's so all we can win $246. He's just really given up on us. I'm just like... I even, <laughs> I even rang him today and he just went... He, he fucking left me to the keep. He ghosted me. He ghosted you. He's in Melbourne. I don't care. Just say what's up. Ring me. I love you. <laughs> All right. We're going to go for our tips now. Um, I've changed mine. So I'm going to go rabbits, bulldogs, panthers, seagulls, roosters, cowboys, storm, and sharks. And I have gone rabbitos. I've gone exactly the same as you. Okay. I went the bulldogs this week because I want them to win. I want them to win. I really want them to win. Yeah. I want to, for two reasons. I kind of have to support the Bulldogs because you're involved with yeah, it now. Yeah, have to. And also, I just want to see I just a Ricky Stewart masterclass blower. Oh. Just a proper... I want to see him get up, like, just say 22 to 4 with, like, 20 minutes to go and we just come back and score four tries. <laughs> <laughs> Fox scores 400-metre tries. And the Intercepts, pro- too. Intercepts. All of just worst tries ever. And yeah. the producer's gone Broncos, Raiders. Ooh. Boo. Boo. Panthers, Seagulls, Roosters, Cowboys. Tom. He's trying to catch us. Yep. All anyway. Right. Well, that's it. I'm just going to do quickly a check on do the Do we have Twitter. a chat? Do we got it? Have we got it? Uh, all right. Why is Braith and Nasta nasty towards the Bulldogs? I don't think Braith. My, did my um, microphone just go out? Can you hear me? No, I can still hear you, um, sadly. I can still hear your voice. I don't think, I don't think Braith has been. I think he was just... Um, Saying his opinion, as I said, everyone's everyone is entitled, entitled to their opinion. Like Braith can say what he wants. Like it's 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 his thing. Like he just goes, well, he didn't agree with Flanagan getting thrown out there. I was like, who cares? You know, like Buzz was like he didn't mind, and then like you know PK and 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 all these guys, they all had their different opinions. Just because Braith played with the Bulldogs doesn't mean he doesn't have his own opinion. Of course. So let just let let it slide. I don't like that when they just think Braith's against the Bulldogs. He does. He doesn't. He loves the club. Yeah, of course he does. Uh, food combos is back, and he wants to know, Gus was in jeans at training. What type of jeans, guys, Gus? Guinea faded double denim. Gus is like probably one of the trendiest blokes that you'll ever meet. So I'm pretty sure they're fitted. They'd be fitted. Pretty fitted G-Star jeans, you know, maybe, yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't, look, I don't look at Gus's <laughs> jeans that often. Uh, but, yeah, he's a stylish human. Ask anyone. Yeah. What's, what's That's a your, joke too. What's a proper joke? <laughs> jogger jeans. You love jogger jeans. All Where right, do you get your jeans from anyway? Uh, I get mine from G-Star, man. You can, say, you can make your own jeans online. Can you? 100%. Fit around you, like your quad, your legs, everything. They're the best. You need, you need to get Anna onto it. I need flares because of the calf muscles. And yeah, and your flares, yeah. Get your Rick flares, flares on. Anyway. That concludes the uh, episode for this week. Masonstake.com. Get on the yeah. website. Get on the website. It's a good ask, website. Ask some questions. We'll be tweeting all weekend because we're all off the piss. Yeah, we are. Yeah. I am. All right. Get involved. See ya. I'll be following Willie more and more. Back in the NRL is Willie Mason. I've forgotten how big Willie actually is. Perhaps the presence of Willie had the Panthers looking at his imposing frame. I'm a 25-minute man. Fuck. Oh, you got skill, son. Uppercut right hand by Big Willie. Too fancy for you.
You've been listening to The Take with Willie Mason and co-host Ian Byrne. Produced by Craig Trewick, recorded and engineered by Zig Parker of Green Room Sydney, and presented by the Handshake Media Network. <laughs>